Hello, everybody. This is, you know what, to be decided, actually. <laughs> I should forget that. Um, but yeah, this is a new podcast that I'm looking to do just to talk movies. So this is myself. My name is Robert. And here on the other line is... Hey, uh, what is up? What is up? My name is Frank. Uh, yeah, we're doing a little To Be Decided podcast. We haven't created a name or Robert hasn't made a name. Uh, but thanks for having me on here. This is awesome and interesting. Yeah, no, I, I love talking movies, so uh, I can talk for days about anything. But anyways, movies, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, uh, I'm Frank. Nice to meet y'all. Whoever watches this, y'all great. Y'all awesome. Stay safe. Uh, we're filming this during the quarantines and all that. And I'm filming this in my car because uh, just why not, you know, life happens. So Yeah, I'm filming yeah. this in my room right now. And my wife is currently out in the front room and already asked me twice, like, when am I going to be done with this? So let's see how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> not going to put her on blast. I love you. If she listens, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, as you can tell, I'm very prepared. <laughs> um, but I'm super excited to do this. And this is actually something that I've been wanting to get started on for a while. So I wanted to do it on a movie that we both watched that completely blew me away. First and second time now I've watched it. Parasite. So, Frank. What have you to say on the movie first of all? So my relationship with the movie was very interesting. I knew nothing about it going in. I didn't know it won like, you know, so many Oscars with the six Oscars, right? Um, yeah. It, I didn't, yeah. It, it really, it really is a movie where um, you kind of have to watch it like unfold. Cause if you explain, I don't know, like if you, I felt like, cause uh, for right now, like I have a lot of friends that I've been trying to get to watch. Um, I've been trying to get my, the boyfriend to watch it and just mm. just trying to explain like i don't want to even tell him anything about it because it is it's yeah. so i don't know i love it it's amazing like um it blew me away and i've watched it like three four times now already <laughs> same situation I, I know exactly what you mean it's a weird one to try and like tell people about because it's very well they they say it in the movie a lot it's very metaphorical mm -hmm. and it's on very much different levels. Oh, I, yeah, I, I want, I have so much I have on this makeshift list I've made. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, so I wanted to start off with like, what did you think of the, um, what did you think of the story overall? Just the story only. Um, so we're going into like spoilers. Yeah, just. So, yeah, right. Like, just oh, let people yes. know, or you know what? Let me let me put this right now before any we go any further. Good point. Spoiler alert, because <laughs> I suck at this. I'm not going to hold anything back. We are going to spoil the movie that we're going to be talking about. So be ready, folks. And I hope you've done your homework because, <laughs> yeah, we gonna. Uh, I'm going to ruin it for you. Beginning, <laughs> middle, and end. Perfect. <laughs> um, 
so yeah no um going to that like because I, I was thinking of like should i be vague in how i describe it but uh a lot of the time the movie it like the first act just shifted dramatically because when I, you're watching the movie you see them slowly creep in and just find their way into the park family um yeah, it, starts off with the son then the daughter then uh the father then lastly the mom i loved when they brought the mom in because it was so yeah intricate clever it, it 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 felt like a weird like i think maybe like home alone isn't the right descriptor but it was very light <laughs> and funny at the very beginning and it was like entertaining as hell right like I get exactly was, what you mean it's very over the top like how they were able to manipulate themselves into every facet of their life from bringing um from the driver to um what was his name what was it uh i think boone it was boone the driver yes and he when she put when she takes the panties off she takes and she tucks them underneath the car that is always a fear and i don't give people rides for that reason (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was very i don't know how to even describe like it was um they they really did seep their way into like every facet of the life just it, like and that was the thing too um it it kind of goes into like i don't know um i don't know want to say it's like intelligence or something but the the kim family everybody in the family is very intelligent very smart very witty very sly and it went into this like this um idea of like i don't know yeah like who, they talk about um sorry yeah oh no go yeah um, what are you gonna say <laughs> i was gonna say they talk about um jessica the daughter and they say that she should have gone that she should have actually pursued it because she was the main one manipulating everyone once she got into the house because she got um she got the dad in and she did get the mom in, and she um, she finished. She played her role in it very well. <laughs> oh yes, that leads me to my favorite scene of the movie. I want to know your favorite scene. Uh, the the Jessica song got very popular on the internet. Um, I I just loved it, Jessica Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't yeah. even begin to like. I, I know the I know the tone is like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um just jessica um the character in general um yeah very very intelligent very smart and it was very um interesting to see the the mother of the park family how the tutor was describing her he's like well what is she like what is she like and the tutor's yeah. like yeah she's simple she's a very simple <laughs> lady and it's very funny because a lot of the time she was just being fooled by like everything just taking everything I've... that value and Oh, I love that character too because she was really funny. Like yeah, I don't know, I felt really bad for her because she was she was the pure and genuine one. She believed everything. Because why would you not believe it? Like that does bring me to actually my personal favorite scene of the movie, and it was actually the tutoring scene when they when um what's this God terrible with names, but when Kiwu. Um, first met with the son, Da Song, and, or, not Da Song, but the daughter, yeah. And he was telling her about her pulse, and, like, her pulse was racing, and 
oh, what was there was one line in particular, and is it is it the line where he says like the heart doesn't lie or something like that? Because he he yeah he grabs her by the wrist and he's like the heart doesn't lie and she like looks at him like. Hmm, like, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. That 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 whole that whole line though, because he's it started off with him talking about her taking the test, and it was on number twenty four, and she skipped it, and she was and he was like, "Don't basically just don't skip it. You got to fight through it, and always." I'm like, "That's a just a good message, and b such a I almost did take it a little bit of foreshadowing because." They them themselves turned into that question of okay, we have to keep fighting, and then it just kept turning into worse and worse. Oh, yeah, oh. that and then the scene at the end, um, at the very end, when they when he's talking about how he's going to get back to his dad, and that ending, that ending broke me. I was like, oh, I thought for sure it was the happiest. And then it was just, nope, not yet. Haven't happened yet. Probably won't. Parasite. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, that scene in, in general, I felt was really, really important too. Because um, what he, I think what he says, he's like, what you need is like vigor. You need vigor because you need to be slashing through it like it's a jungle. And yeah. a lot of the time, um, I think his like character development was, like finding that agency taking control um especially when he talked to his dad and he talked to the dad and he's like um what's your plan what's your plan and he's like you know they're sitting in the the shelter after the flood and it's like their lowest point and he's like you know the plan is to not have a plan because if you have a plan you'll be disappointed in life that is life and that message in general i'm like yo that has been me for <laughs> like i related that on a personal <laughs> level that's been me like the past year maybe of my life um Everything. Details. Yeah, no, it's a good, like, it's a good message. Not a good message, but it's a relatable, like, the working class is kind of, and then it goes into, like, politics and, you know, social classes, things like that. But just that message um, and that, you know, him hearing his father say that, I was like, oh, my God, that's breaking my heart for one. Yeah, um, it would. Then, Sorry, go, go finish. No, finish. I don't oh. <laughs> well, no, it, it, I yeah, pretty much just that, you know, having the agency. Um, and then after that, of course, that's when it gets really dark. And he's like, you know what? I got to, here's the rock. I, you know, I got to take agency. I got to, you know, kill the. Uh, yeah, the finish the uh, plan. Uh, the crate, the basement dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. That character in general, uh, I loved him. Like, I don't know what it was about him. Yeah. Um, even. Yeah, no, the the knife scene where he kills Jesse. You see, you see a really, you see someone who has fully gone through that, like, broken, like, Stockholm Syndrome-esque type of deal, and he's stuck underneath the house, and he, but he, he loves it there, because he loves his master, and seeing the scene when, the first time when he just hits his head on the lights, and he's just like, ah, there he is, I, Right before it happened, I had a realization of what was to come, and I was like, "Who?" And my wife looked at me like, "What's wrong with you?" And, I was, and she was like, "Just look, just look." And yeah, it was man, just he was really everyone in it. 
amazing actors, by the way. This, um, I do believe that all of them are professional. Like, they've all had multiple roles in Korea. Um, however, uh, yeah, and Boon Jai Ho, he is the, he's the director and the dad. Oh, I literally did not put, wow, okay. Oh, I'm, I'm learning something right now oh, for the very first time, because I didn't yeah. know that. That is, okay. Let me, <laughs> let, let me 100% make sure on that, but I'm 100% sure on this. I, I mean, I... I have seen The Sun. I think it was like Snowpiercer or one of the other movies. It was a, a Korean. No, it's the one girl on a train with the zombies. Maybe that. No, that's not Snowpiercer. I don't know. Uh, I've seen him before. Um, oh, Skullpiercer. Or Snowpiercer. 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 Okay. So, yeah, Snowpiercer. I've seen him in that one. I thought he was amazing in that movie. Um, and yeah, I know. He's a very good actor. Everybody in there, just very strong. Even like. Um, I have a weird thing where I'm very judgmental. It sounds terrible. I'm very judgmental on like kid actors because um, I'm like it's hard to find a good child actor, and I feel. So we're probably gonna have to hold on. We're gonna probably have to cut that because he did not. It was Boon Joon Ho, Boon Bong Joon Ho. I thought he was the same dude, but it is not the same dude. I'm just a terrible oh. person. <laughs> I'm gonna own up to it. That's what this podcast is going to be. <laughs> It's gonna be me making a lot of mistakes. <laughs> so forgive me. I love you all. I love everyone. <laughs> but sorry. Continue. I mean, I I mean, if the names, yeah, I think that's purely like the names and everything. But um, no, the father himself was a really, yeah, no, his acting was amazing at a lot of points, uh, especially in that that low scene where he's had his head over. Oh, and that was the thing. He, I, I mean, I look toward, I look into things a little bit much, but in the very beginning of the movie. He's like defeated, sleeping, and she's like, stop pretending to be asleep. You know, hey, we have to do stuff. And he's like, oh, okay, sure. And, you know, he's like very slow to rise, very slow to to do things. And his demeanor a lot of the time was almost like he's broken. Like he's just been broken by the world and what he's been exposed to and have to do his entire life. And it's sad, but like they're still surviving the children, especially they find ways to, yeah, you know, make that better life to, um, climb i guess uh uh economically socially social yeah and that goes into like social classes things like that where it, and that's the kind of i got from the message of the film it's like it, uh, that mobility is so difficult and while i wanted to be rooting for the son because he's saying like oh yeah you know i'm gonna get my dad and we're gonna have this amazing house and you know we're gonna we're gonna live in that house one day i'm gonna own that house i'm gonna go back to school and this and that and it it's very you know open-ended but for me i'm like uh there's for me i really don't see a reality where he he is able to to survive and thrive in the world uh that he is basically like you know just trying to survive get by day by day you know yeah it's it's always a constant issue of optimism versus naivete and it was so heartbreaking to see and um that's honestly why they why they use the rock the rock is supposed to be that it you want to talk about a metaphor that you want to talk about a true metaphor carrying the stone and never letting go of that boulder that's weighing you down and it uh you see you see it all throughout the whole you see it throughout the movie it just 
It um it really breaks. Ah, damn, I'm losing it, but I'm losing the thought. But it's just a beautiful, sad, beautifully sad thing. Yeah. Um, and then and then to get knocked out by the rock as well. In the end, um, by the by the dude from the basement when he just hits him and then he throws it on his head. I'm surprised that didn't kill him. Oh yeah. Um the rock itself was a pretty interesting symbol that, you know, it's supposed to be a good luck charm. And then all of this and you you see it too when with uh I kind of sound it I kind of saw it as yeah, the rock is working for one, because it was like a, a wealth rock or good luck. Um and you see them finally being able to climb, get the money, um, get the bag, whatever you <laughs> They got the bag. They were able to like climb, make, I don't know, just use their intelligence, they, use their wits, their skills. And then it ended up being their downfall too, because they, they started, it was a very like um, interesting thing where they started calling it their house. You know, once they, you know, they made it and everybody's, the whole family's together. Yeah. So they got comfortable. I was going to bring up the scene when they were drinking. Yeah. When they, when they all were, when they had all the beers and that's when they, when, um, the woman Moon first shows up. They were super comfortable in the house, trashed it, and what going? They were going through all of their stuff. Like they didn't have any care for anything in their house. Again, the whole parasite. <laughs> oh, um. Oh, real quick thing, I had to turn my car because it is getting dark, and I'm like, oh, okay, maybe this will be better. Um, but yeah, that's... <laughs> You're flawless that, in, every, in every light. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> Getting paper. <laughs> uh, but, um... I wanted to ask you, like, have you ever... Well... I don't know how much into uh, foreign cinema you've gone into, but like going off a little bit of an extra side thing, what other um, like Japanese or Korean films have you seen? If if you have, like any like fighting scenes or anything? I mean, uh, lately, and I don't know if my mic just changed. It might have changed. I might sound a little bit different now. That's fine. Um, um, I mean, besides like a bunch of, um, I mean, I love martial arts movies, so that's kind of like my thing a bit. Um, watching martial arts movies is pretty good. Um, what is it? Kung Fu Hustle. Uh, favorite movie of all time. I don't know why. It's just so ridiculous and amazing, and I love it. Yeah, um, in my heart. But Snowpiercer, it, I, I feel like I need to find more, you know, for more movies. Um, I don't know. I've been, a, I've been one of those people before where it's like, oh, subtitles? reading mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah that yeah, that's no. actually the main that was that was the main reason i wanted to bring it up to you like subtitles in particular like i'm starting to i am getting back into anime so nothing but subtitles and subs over dubs always <laughs> but it's <laughs> yeah no subs so i've i've been converting to subs i was one of those dubs and this and that and um I don't know. I've seen some people's reactions to um, Parasite 2, and I don't know. There's some people on the internet that got angry just because it's a foreign film. They're like, 
you can't win all these categories. What? Oh, what? Like we, uh, I think because it, it fought against Joker. That was one of the reasons um, people were like, oh, Joker should have won. Oh, you have to read something yeah. for this movie. I, I saw that argument. I'm like, I, I don't get it. Some people are really dumb. They're, and, and it's sad because you think about like a really important movie like this. Um, that reflects, you know, the world we're living in today and how important it is to, like, have that message of, like, awareness, you know? Yeah, awareness of the um, class. And it's it, it's crazy because it's an amazing film and we have, honestly, it shows the, like, Americanization of everything that America kind of puts in. We put everything kind of first and it's... Like I've been getting in a lot in the I've been getting in watching a lot of like South American films now, watching the show um on Netflix. Uh I believe it's quarantine or isolated. No. Omniscience. There it is. Crazy show, by the way. It's a good show. But all in Spanish. Um they have dubbed it over into English now. But uh I have, I've never had an issue with people having subtitles, and honestly, I prefer it just because it does make you focus more in the movie. And this movie, with it being in a foreign language, it made me focus on it that much more. And yeah. you really, you really do piece together and piece all of the extra little nuances that they've added in, um, and they stick with you. Oh, speaking of nuances, uh, one thing that I really felt, and it kind of goes into like American films versus um, something you can't really experience. Like it, it is a Korean film. And I feel like a lot of the messages, a lot of things that were going were way more subtler than what you would see in an American movie. And uh, including the characters, the Kim and Park family, they aren't black and white. It's not a, um, you know, uh, the Park family, they're rich. Oh, they're the enemies, you know, this and that. They're very very, you know, complex people. They have their own problems. I mean, not to compare, you know, yeah. oh, yeah, your problems and this and that. I mean, and that's part of the message too because um, one of the things I wanted to bring up and ask you was uh, that kind of message and it reminded me of the quote um, when, uh, I guess it's the, the birthday scene. Um, mm -hmm. They can't have their birthday because it's raining and it's a minor inconvenience to the Park family. Whereas the Kim family, their entire life is destroyed by that. They end up in a shelter. They have nowhere to go. It's one of the like turning point. I mean, turning point of the movie where it's like, it really reflects that, um, that quote for me, it's when the aristocracy, oh, I'm getting a notification on my phone. Bad. Okay. <laughs> uh, but my brain is very distracted a lot. Um, it reminds me of the quote, when the aristocracy gets a cough, the working class gets pneumonia. And so it's like, it's a very... I don't know, a minor inconvenience to them where the entire Kim family just is destroyed utterly and it's terrible and it has that kind of message there too. And it's a very subtle type thing um, in the film where I feel like if it was an American film, it would have been like, Park family bad. Look, they're rich people. They have money. Money is bad. And, you know, oh, yeah. Uh, no. I don't know. Like, I get exactly what you subtler. mean. I get exactly yeah. what you mean because it's... Uh... <laughs> With movies, with movies from America, they're very straightforward. You have protagonist, antagonist, and most most movies, it's, it's always that Marvel good and evil. But with a movie like this, that really dives into 
the um, the issues of not just class, but the naivety between, between the classes, because we don't know what issues one does towards the other. And that bit of, and it does show that um, we need to understand that whether you're on the lower class, middle class, or upper class, we need to bridge that and understand the struggles of each of everyone else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, and it really does go to that. Um, I guess they were foils, like the father of the Kim family and um, the, 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 I don't know, like the prisoner. I want to call him a prisoner. I mean, he'd even think of it as a prison. He loved the Park family and he was yeah. worshiping them. Um, I he forgot the smiled when they got home. Yeah, like he, he lives his whole life in, in like this idolatry and like he idolizes them and loves them and he gives praise. He's like, oh, I'm here. I survived because of them. And it's funny and ironic because the whole reason he's there is because debt collection. He couldn't afford the life that, you know, he had mm -hmm. before. And he's literally hiding from the entire world that put him there. And it's really like ironic and it's weird that he worships. I don't know. Like he, he couldn't make a living. He ended up um, in massive debt hiding, you know, um, and that's, it's just really sad. I don't know. It's, it's a weird message. And even now I'm like, I need to watch it again to understand what that message is. <laughs> For more that issue of of watching out for the or the provider um and always looking because even the even the even the poor dad had that issue of had that struggle of how can i provide for my family and how can i help they've and he looked at them like they were like they were gods. Yeah, and and it, it was a good foil, the father. Um, and it kind of yeah, like we were saying, like uh, it reminds me of the message: uh, "Don't bite the hand that feeds you." And it's really like messed up to think about. And that was the whole time he was holding himself back. And um, one of the things too, uh, he he says the family smells bad, and it's like this subtle thing, and that's what eventually makes him snap. And it's just disgust. It's it wasn't, you know, like a, a very black and white disgust in the lower class and a very, um, you know, black and white approach. It was just something so subtle as in they smell different. They smell, you know, like a basement is kind of what they're describing it as. And it's mm -hmm. just, and it, it was a dehumanizing thing to, to see um, Mr. Park kind of like, almost like, oh, you're, you're lesser than a human because of, oh, your smell, you know, like he's just like yeah. covering his nose when he's in the limo. And, and I, don't know. I mean, yeah. they don't really ever, and that's the thing, they do not vilify him for that throughout the movie. They, like, he, he, he does go, oh. and, but you see, they just ignore it. They don't want to be rude, and they're quiet about it, but that quietness still irks, and you can, and it's still, he still felt it every single time. Watching yeah, him, really. watching him deal with the world over everyone else, honestly, in the movie, he he was a man who knew he knew his place. He knew that he wanted to take care of his family, and but no matter what he did, it failed him, and that is when he just decided to just put it right into his chest. Yeah. 
I mean, honestly, if you ask me, I'm like uh, father of the year for one. I, I mean, yeah, because <laughs> he was just trying to provide for his family and everything. Um, and he literally just lost his daughter, his whole family. Just, I don't know. Um, if I was in the same situation, I have no idea what I would do. I would probably be doing the same exact thing. Just experiencing that disgust of like a, a, a rich wealth, you know, elite just looking down on me like I'm less than a human. I don't know if I could just be like, all right, yeah, whatever. I mean, father of the year. I mean, I, <laughs> I really admire the, his character a lot because um, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's, it's hard. It's, it, it's uh, the movie itself. It's, it's amazing because it's so subtle and a lot of the messages there. Um, I just, I really appreciate it. And that's another reason why I'm like, okay, this movie is amazing. You need to watch it. If you've, if mm-hmm. you've only seen it once, watch it twice right now. Not right now, but like after this, I don't know. I'd watch it again. Honestly, I loved one thing I will, I I wanted to talk to you about is how real did the movie feel to you? Because for me personally, it, like minus the guy in the basement, everything in it, like the way I I give this I give this credit to the cinematographers because it all felt very real and very real life. Like this was just a very tragic story for this guy. It wasn't um it didn't at some points it didn't feel like just a movie. Oh, yeah, no, that was a like the movie itself was so put together perfectly. Um just from, I don't know, even the editing, I found myself appreciating the editing that, like you said, the cinematography, everything was very purposeful, but yet highlighting so many like delicate elements and things that you have to experience if you are, you know, lower class. Um, they're, they're, I mean, one of the beginning scenes that I really enjoyed was um, the, the drunk just comes by and starts pissing, literally pissing <laughs> in front of their house. It's like, it's that sense of like, you're literally beneath the ground you're underground beneath and you have somebody just pissing on your your property pretty much and it's it's a very subtle message and something you don't even think about like oh my god like uh, i don't know like you don't have to deal with that every day you don't i don't know see things like that um and then another scene um yeah no the flooding uh that just was an amazing not amazing scene obviously but uh, the daughter, the everything's going to shit. The toilet, the toilet's fucking bursting, and she's like, "Yeah, no, this is a this is another Tuesday in my life. I'm sitting on the toilet right now, smoking a cigarette. Fuck this, you know." Grabs <laughs> it right out of right from the top, right from the roof, and it was just another long day. Oh, that scene was a that scene was fantastic. And, yeah, it, it, I mean, at that point, you you do just gonna kind of just have to say. Well, this is just life now, so. Yeah, little little things like that. It didn't pump up the drama. It didn't, like, um, a lot of the reactions seemed so real and so heartbreaking when, the, you know, he's going around and he's walking through. He's just looking at all of his, you know, family memories, all the things, all his possessions that are being destroyed, and he's just trying to grab what he can, all the little things. And it's so, I mean, it seems so realistic and so, like, just, I don't know. Yeah, real. It's, yeah. it's a very real film. It made me... It, actually did make me think what would i actually take if i was in that situation like is there's are there any is there anything like my laptop my phone and my wife honestly that's but if any if i lose everything else i lose everything else 
that, but that that is an, a reflection in and of itself of because we both also live in middle to lower middle class lives. It, but um, we all deal with these struggles, and we're all dealing with these struggles right now. Of course, with the coronavirus as well, and it. Well, it's a very, it's very sad that it ended the way it did, but I want everyone to know, I want everyone to remember that there is still hope and they still, he still has hope to get to his dad. And it's like hope with job or hope with whatever. You know, I'm, going, I'm going off on a tangent. I could already feel it. You. Continue. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I do see, like, the, the value in this movie for the same reason. It's It has that hopeful uh, – I mean, uh, for me, it was a heartbreaking tone of, like, that it's – it's I don't know. It's, it's up to your interpretation. But a lot of the film, you can make that message of, like, yeah, no, um, work – I mean, that optimism of, of Mr. Kim's son in general of, I'm going to make a life. I'm going to do this. He, he genuinely believes he's capable and that he can. And it goes into, like, that – that that message too of like it is heartbreaking but um there are there is mobility you can you know well i mean for me i don't know how much i can say i'm going to be a millionaire within the next 10 years you know like i would have to jump through some crazy ass hoops but you know I, yeah exactly i can dream though <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who knows yeah uh, start lining up the lottery tickets right now um yeah um hey but um I wanted to come back around to uh, I wanted to come back to, around to family because the top the issue of family, yeah, huge in this. Um, I'm actually I don't personally know this. Do you I want to do you have any like how how do you feel the relationships of family are reflected towards you, like towards your personal life. Do you do you think that it was very similar to your life? Because I felt a lot of the issues of not just um, not just the son, but also of Jessica. Oh um, yeah, the daughter as well. She went through her own. She she was proud of herself, and she's lived her own life, but um. Oh, part of me, I guess the mic is picking up. Uh, yeah, because yeah, I am in the middle of the street. Um, but no, it family. Um, I mean, I grew up lower, lower, lower. Uh, single mother raising two children on her own, Section Eight housing, everything like that. Uh, look, Ma, I made it. Now I'm in. No, I won't say where I'm at. But uh, You're all right. Uh, you know That's all I'm you at. need to know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, you know, like it is. Um, it was very important growing up to to have family to have you know, people who are going through it with me, uh, my family, just understanding, you know, what it is to grow up with nothing. Um, and it is, I, I mean, it is very important to have, um, like, I mean, for me, I relied on my mom a lot as my role model. Um, I, she would work two jobs, work graveyard shift, and she would still be going to school. She went to a vocational college. And I distinctly remember memories of her, um, you know, staying up all night. I, I walked into the room and she's, um, she's literally studying for a test or something. She was studying for something. And she's like, look, on the last one, I got a 92. And I was like, oh, wow, that's really good. That's nuts. So, like, 
that, I mean, for me personally, that motivated the hell out of me. Um, the importance of family uh, reflected in the movie too. It It is, you know, all you really have at the end of the day, they were all going through it together. And one of the most heartbreaking scenes is when they lose, you know, I keep calling her Jessica, but they lose yeah. the dog because, you know, of, of what happened. And it, I don't know, that was one of the most heartbreaking scenes because it's like of all the people, of all the, you know, I don't know. I just really liked the her character prom- too. So I was just like, she, she had the most promise out of it, out of them. She had a genuine chance, and it's uh, God, just beautifully acted. I I can go on and on about this movie, but we have been going for about an hour now. This has Ooh. been, <laughs> yeah, been a solid me. amount of time. We've actually made this stretch. Bravo. <laughs> I was about to say like oh yeah I mean it feels like I've been talking for 20 minutes but like as you can see behind me like my changing situation <laughs> my, my headset's died it's gone dark outside there's some guy right behind me like oh that's why you took the headphones off there's a guy behind me parked and he's probably like what are you doing are you leaving like what you, you have your phone out What? Is- <laughs> I don't know how to explain this I'm filming a, a, a video review <laughs> type podcast thing <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, I could talk all day too, but um, I really do appreciate uh, you having me. Like, I mean, I could talk all day about movies. Oh, and he's right behind me. Ah, okay, yep. interesting. <laughs> we'll see what goes on. But, um, I mean, this this seems like a good place to end the first one. Like, this was solid. It was a nice little chat. And um, we're going to be doing this again very, very soon. And hopefully next time I will be much more prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, I, I mean, oh, and the cars the, the off. Okay, so that's the sign. I perfect guess, um, timing. <laughs> yeah, perfect timing right there. My car is kicking me out right now. Oh right, man! Uh, you know what? I don't want to kill your battery. <laughs> it's I all. Mean, no, yeah, it, it's the perfect, uh, it's the perfect first episode. You know, whoever stuck it to the very end. I mean, kudos to you. Um, you know, and if anything, this is the humble beginnings. Uh, filming from a car, <laughs> through a Zoom call, doing you know what we can to just talk about movies. So yeah, no, I'd love to do this again um, as a guest, as whatever you know this ends up being. I really do appreciate it. So an awesome movie, Parasite. I fucking love that movie. One of my top five, probably. It really is. Definitely up there for me now. It's cemented itself. Especially the second viewing. I got so much more. And we're I kind of oh, I wish we could do a part two to this, to this review. I want to do a part two in the future. I want to come back after I watch it oh. again. <laughs> but, that, no, I mean that would be really good. Like coming back at a way later episode, being like, hey, what's up? Here's you know, what's changed? What we thought of it now, you know, because that's the thing too. Like I review movies, but I would love to learn more about like screenwriting and the process and how to like critically analyze movies. Um, Wisecrack, I love watching their um, movie mm-hmm. reviews, things like that. Wisecrack. Um, um, I watch a I watch a lot of the comedian things. Tony Baker, Tony Baker. He's on he's on YouTube as well. He's very funny and does reviews. Fantastic. Um, but I will leave it at that. Again, this is to be decided on the pot on episode one. We'll uh, <laughs> we'll figure this all out. But this has been fun. 
You can take care, Frank. Yeah, you guys take care as well. Love y'all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll see you, man. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Peace. All righty. Peace, peace, peace. And then I think. Mm -hmm. <laughs>